Dangerous to Go Alone is a member of the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network. Visit brokenjars.xyz to check out all of our amazing content. Welcome to another edition of Dangerous to Go Alone. My name's Jay Ray, and I used to do graffiti in my garage. And I'm Amanda, and I know how to drive a horse and buggy. I didn't know you used to do graffiti. That sounds risque. Yeah, it wasn't. That's, <laughs> that's why I said that I did, because it sounded cooler. I see. What I actually did was I just bought a big canvas, and I had two colors, and I would just paint on that canvas. What were the colors? Purple and black. Sweet. Thank you. What did you paint? Did you try to come up with, like, a tag? Uh, I, I did do, like, skulls. <laughs> Okay. No, but like, were they you know, good? Like cartoony skulls, like big eyes, you know, mm-hmm. like nothing like edgy. Um, they were okay. I'm, I mean, I'm bad at all kinds of art. I can't draw. I can't paint. I can't. I can't do anything. Mm. Uh, but I once just like painted so that it had a texture to it. Like graffiti painted a poster board for a school project. Okay. And it looked fucking terrible. And I wasn't <laughs> even trying to do anything. I was just trying to like have texture and layers. And then. I mean, it came out fine, but, sure. like, graffiti's hard. Because, like, it's, it has to do with how close the can is and stuff. Like, it's yeah. tough. It's, how much, it's like, hard. paint's there. Like, do you want to drip or not drip? And Yeah, it's hard. That's I, all I'm saying. I, no, it's, it is hard. Yeah. But that's I didn't want to get into it, Amanda, because okay. now it sounds like I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry, mad respect. You did a great job. Thanks, yo. Yo. So, this week, we're talking about New York Comic Con proper. 2016. We went. We did it. We have all the inside scoops. We do. <laughs> You're, you're going to hear it here first. We've rec- we're recording this on Monday. This is going to come out on Wednesday. There's no way any information from New York Comic Con that is already over is going to beat us to the punch of news. No way. Um, so, first and foremost, did you have fun? I did have fun. Did you? <laughs> I did. It was a great day. It was a long day. Yeah. Um, we Since we only went one day this year, we sort of packed it all in pretty hard. Yeah. Um, we weren't there as late as I thought we would be, and we got it all done, I think. Yeah. You know what I realized we didn't do? We didn't go over, and I wanted to, to the um, uh, Band-Aid Namco booth. Whoa. Yeah, we didn't go over there in the end. Oh, we were really close. We were. Like, I don't know how we passed said, by it. Yeah, and we just didn't go, why? Is that because of the Sailor Moon crowns? No, um, actually, my uh, friend Wendy Shu. Oh, she posted some pictures today of these little. Um, they must have made Neko Atsume. Did they make that? That's the cat butthole game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, maybe. Uh, or, I mean, you, either like, that, or they made a game like it, which makes sense because they're yeah. a very like Japanese company. Anyway, she bought these little like cat figurines that look like Neko Atsume things. So she had posted pictures of them, and it just reminded me that we never went over there. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Can you see this dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think... Um, Is she itchy? What's her problem? She's just chilling. Bonnie, you want to come sit with us? You guys can't see it, but Bonnie, Amanda's dog, has crawled under my legs as if it's a tunnel and stuck her head in between my knees. <laughs> and it's just kind of gawking at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Like I did something offensive to her. We are coming live... Not live... <laughs> We are coming to you from my living room as yeah. opposed to my kitchen because the dishwasher is running. Because Amanda cooks an aw- cooked an awesome dinner. I did. And then she made a fucking mess. Lots of dishes. Anyway, sorry. So that's something that we missed out on. But I, I did. I had a lot of fun. It was so a good what, day. So what did you think about going one day? Yeah, it was tough. I mean, 
I think it was totally doable, and mm. I don't think that there's any, other than that, I don't think there's anything we really missed out on by only going one day, but I just feel like we had to go kind of hard and fast and furious by going one day, and it would have been nice to be a little more leisurely, and um, I'm sure there would have been more things that we saw. Did I need to see those things? Maybe not, but like... We would have had like the time to go, right? Yeah, I would have liked to sat in on a couple more panels. We only ended up at one panel. Two. Two. Oh, no, we split before the we second left. one. Yeah, yeah. so... Because normally we do a couple, so... Yeah, Comic-Con, at least in its current um, iteration, is a four-day affair, starting on Thursday, ending on Sunday. Um, I always talk about this because I don't have a lot going on in my life, so the only thing I can brag about is that I went to Comic-Con a long time ago, and that it used to be only three days... And Thursday was a professional day. So I think it was like two or three years ago they opened up Thursday to everybody. And Thursday had traditionally been my favorite day because it's hard for people to get Thursday off, I guess. Right. So it's just a lot smaller. So no good panels, but like that's the time to walk the showroom floor. Totally. Yeah, Um, just less people. Yeah, less people show up in costume. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just a really good experience. And I've found that going on Thursday is just like the nice way to do the floor. And then you could use Friday and Saturday to buy whatever you want to buy and then catch the panels because Friday and Saturday are like the big blockbuster panels. Right, totally. Um, I knew going into today or going into that day rather that I wasn't going to get into the Iron Fist panel. Right. And when we tried, we didn't get in. (laughs) So I wasn't disappointed. Right. But I feel like if it's the first time you've ever gone to Comic-Con, that could be, like, devastating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I, I feel like you got to go two days, at least, to give yourself that opportunity to maybe be more thorough. Mm-hmm. Um, not in one day, but over the course of two days, so that you could commit longer periods of time to, like, the big panels, if that's what you want to do. I think Comic-Con has improved and also... Kind of. Well, it's gotten more crowded over the years, yeah, I think. Yeah, what's the other word for the opposite of improve? Downgrade? <laughs> That's not right. Deproved. Well, it's gotten better and worse at the same time, right? Because, like, they're, they've expanded main panels to Madison Square Garden. And right. Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. is really good. So those huge things now get moved to those bigger venues, and it's a bit of a separate thing. So if you want to do that, it's, like, a different commitment. But... Like you said, there's just more people. There are definitely more people. So just, honestly, we didn't get, like, we weren't, like, super crammed walking through those aisles. No, it wasn't bad. It's been worse, right? I feel like it's been worse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and we were in cosplay, which we'll talk about in a bit. But, um, you know, so we had some, I mean, me more so than Amanda, but, you know, we had some props or what have you or carrying certain things. And sometimes I feel like that could be difficult to traverse, like, a busy showroom floor. Right. But it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't. There's times where, like... You get in clusters sometimes. Yeah, like, but especially, yeah. like, a cross-section. Yeah. And uh, you get screwed by, like, which way the traffic's going. Yeah, but we did okay. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't bad. I agree. Uh, but I had fun. Yeah, good. it was good. Yeah, like I said, just maybe two days next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I have gone two days in the past, and I think that is the ticket Yeah. for me, anyway, personally. And it's not much more. I believe it was like 80 bucks for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like 95 for two days. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like... Do they make two-day passes? They do. Okay. They do two-day, three-day, and four-day. Okay, what are the two days? Are they always... It's Saturday, always Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Okay. three days always Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Interesting. So you can only go on Thursday if you get four-day, or you buy Thursday. Because honestly, I'd kind of like to maybe go Friday, Saturday. Right, so you'd have to buy those separately. Yeah, that's Or annoying. you buy a three-day pass. Right, and just don't go on the third just day. Just don't go on the third day, which I've done before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember you did that one year. Yeah, anyway. It was um, a good time. So... Let's talk about cosplay. Sure. And our experience with it. Sure. Now, late on Friday evening. Yes. <laughs> Amanda and I decided to do the finishing touches touches on our costumes. Yes. Uh, and what were you going as again? An Oompa Loompa? <laughs> yes, an Oompa Loompa. No, as, as Lara Croft from the Tomb Raider 2013 reboot, specifically. And I went as Nathan Drake. From Uncharted 1, because mm-hmm. he had the least amount of stuff I had to buy. <laughs> um, so come Friday night, the night before the con, having had these items for a weeks at this point. Yeah, I, months for yeah. me, I think. And we're like, hey, let's put some wear and tear on our costume now. So we brought in a bag of potting soil. Yep. Used a red Solo cup and some water. <laughs> And we tried to make our costumes look dirty. And I will say, that night, it looked like we succeeded. It did. We definitely made your kitchen dirty. My kitchen was filthy. But, um, you know, there were some, like, large, muddy spots on our shirts and pants and stuff like that. Yep. Wake up bright and early Saturday morning. And, you know, we're getting ready. We're getting our hair did. And we're removing all of our (laughs) extra piercings and stuff so that we can be a little bit more true to the character. And we pull our articles of clothing that we set aside to dry or whatever. Right. And what did they look like? Well, yours looked almost impeccably clean. Right. Mine still looked dirty, but not as dirty as it did the night before. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to put more dirt on. We did. Yeah. Yeah, I literally went outside. And she was crawling around. I did. Muddy grass. I did. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah. I just didn't want my costume to look clean. And obviously we had just bought these articles of clothing, so they looked brand new because they were brand new. Right. So I just wanted them to look a little worn, which I think I succeeded in. Yeah. In the end. Um, it- so what you, I mean, what so would you think, so not only cosplaying in general and getting all the stuff that you need and putting stuff together, so you could talk about your experiences in that, but also your experience going to a con dressed up. Yeah, um, putting things together, I mean, this is why I'm not, like, we have a friend, or, or J-Ray has a friend, or rather his friend's wife, or however you want to put it, who's a, a um, pretty serious cosplayer, and she's really, really good, but and she hand makes stuff and builds stuff. She runs her own blog, too, right? I, I believe so, yeah. Um, of her, like, cosplay experiences and how to do stuff and things like that. And she um, sells some of the pieces, too. Yeah. I think she's selling... Man, I forget. The Japanese hero from Suicide Squad? Oh. She made that mask. Katana. Yeah. The, oh, cool. That's was, really cool. And she's selling it on, like, Etsy or something. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, she's really into that because... <clears throat> and, like, she makes stuff. Yeah. I am not a seamstress. Mm-hmm. I am... I'm not... You don't use plaster. Nothing. Like, I can't... I'm not saying I couldn't make something. Right. But I, I honestly don't really have the interest mm-hmm. in really building something myself. So, that's why I'm not... A serious cosplayer and I never will be I would say as a general rule of thumb because it just it's not something that I would enjoy the act of doing and that 
said, I also don't really enjoy shopping, period, in any capacity. So shopping for something fun like a cosplay costume is more fun than shopping for, I don't know, something else, something, just a new pair of jeans I need or whatever. Um, But still not something I really enjoy because I just don't like shopping. That said, the part of it that I like um, is like the more unique items. So I had bought a necklace Mm. um, on Etsy to be Lara, a replica necklace of her necklace from that game. And that's a little more fun, looking for something like that. I don't know if you agree. Like, looking for holsters might be a little more fun than looking for the right color shirt or the right color pants, you know? Yeah, I I will say I'm a larger dude. Not necessarily super fat, but I'm, I'm shaped. And I'm tall. You're very I'm what tall. you'd call big and tall. Big and tall. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, when I was looking for some of these things like the the holsters, I was really nervous about kind of pulling the trigger, pun not intended, um, on which one to get because I just didn't know if it would accommodate my size. That makes sense. And we got it. And having never worn gun holsters before, I didn't really know if it was right. And it wasn't up until like the week of where I was like, I think they're a little short. So mm-hmm. I made some modifications or whatever. And you did a great job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I got to say, actually, I think I did find, like, the making of stuff a little bit more fun than the buying. Yeah. Because um, I really, like, I mean, it's super small. It was a piece of leather. But I had fun making my Nathan Drake necklace. Right. You know, so I was on YouTube looking for different types of knots to use or whatever. And, um, you know, that was a little bit more enjoyable than, like you said, picking my shirt. And picking it up at Target. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And I think most people who like to cosplay would agree with you. They enjoy the act of putting right. it together and making the pieces and, and that kind of stuff. I could. I just always... I, I, I mean, I hate to be that person. But I just always feel like there's just not enough hours in the day. Like, to like dedicate hours of my time to building a styrofoam axe, pickaxe for Lara or whatever, you know. I think it would have been fun. I think it could have been fun well, if I had too, the time. We didn't yeah. We didn't prep as much as we could Yeah, have. that's true. Because we did buy the things we needed early. But like we said, I mean, we were dirtying our clothes the night before. Right, right. Like we could have done something where we washed them a lot or whatever. Yeah. You know? But we didn't do any of that. Didn't do any of it, yeah. So like if we were prepping since February, right, it wouldn't have been such a thing to make this foam axe. Or that's I, definitely true. Because I Good also point. thought about making myself a gun mm-hmm. instead of like buying one. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, well, it's foam, so it won't look real. Right. But, like, I can make it look whatever. Right. Um, right. Yeah, so it, it is hard. Um, I've looked into, so, like, my dream cosplay for myself is to go as a Mandalorian, which is the race that Boba Fett is. Right. I mean, but that's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, all the armor pieces. I mean, I'll never get there. I, like you said, I don't have the time. Yeah. And I feel like my excitement to make things doesn't extend that far. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. You'd have to do it slowly over the course of, like, at least a whole year. Maybe more. Maybe depending more, on how right. much money you're willing to drop at certain points. There was this really interesting cosplay article I had read maybe two or three years ago. But it was a dude making a Wookiee costume. Mm-hmm. And he wore the same costume at multiple cons over the course of, like, two years. And he made modifications moving forward until, like, it was awesome. Right. Um, so th- I think that seems kind of interesting. 
something that like you start with the basics and you kind of build off it yeah yeah there's not a lot of things that can be done like that yeah but um interesting yeah but you know he bought like hair extensions and he wove them around like a bodysuit that was made of netting right um, and then he would do trims, and he would do dyes, and he would add different things, and he built stilts at some point, and he would change his gloves, you know, so. Right. That was kind of cool. That is cool. Um, so, okay, what about going as a cosplayer? Yeah, so I had been, I've been to three cons now, and the first con I went, as Jay explained on our last episode, I went, I, it was a Halloween costume that I had actually worn several years that I had put together. It's a Link costume, but it's sort of low-key, it just, um white white pants uh boots brown boots a t-shirt that has the the printing of like the tunic yeah the print of the tunic but it's a t-shirt and a uh, a friend of mine had made me a link hat at the time um so it's not like a great cosplay it's sort of like a chill it's it's more of a costume than a cosplay you know like it it's the thing but uh not really the thing right so i had worn that the first year cuz i just didn't know and I think it was cool and it was fun, but I didn't know what to expect when I got there. I'd never seen cosplayers in person like that. Um, I'd seen pictures on the internet, of course, but, like, to really be there, I think it was fun. And I think people probably appreciated seeing it, but it wasn't like, whoa, look at her. You know right, what I mean? because this time we got stopped a couple of times. So that's what I'm saying. So that this this time around was a really different experience because people stopped us to say that, we looked really great or to ask us to take a picture or, right. or things like that. So it was kind of a, a different experience in that way. And it was, I have to say really cool for people to stop you and, and take the moment to be like, Hey, like you look really great. Good job. You know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it felt nice to be appreciated in that way for the work that we did put into it. And again, right. we didn't put an exceedingly amount of work compared to some other cosplayers, but also our costumes didn't look as phenomenal as some other cosplayers either. Yeah, I mean, so, for example, we were in the hallway from the main convention to Artist Alley, and we saw a woman dressed as Diva from Overwatch. Yep. And, like, she had just gotten finished taking photos with someone when our group stopped her to take pictures. Right. And as we were leaving, another group hopped in and continued to take pictures of her. Yeah. So, like, that is different. Yeah, I felt that way about that. We saw a really incredible cyborg. Yeah. And that guy must have been stopped. I can't, like, all day. Yeah. Because he just, I mean, he and he must have built that whole thing, and he looked really amazing. And that's a difficult costume, right. you know, to have built the whole thing like that. So, as opposed to us, like, not, not like, we looked good, for yeah. sure. But again, like, we bought our shirt and right. our pants and whatever, like we you know. we probably would have had the best costumes at a costume party. Yeah, right. But we definitely got a participation award in terms of cosplay at Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, well, and we had so we had this funny experience. We were walking through the showroom and uh we came across and we we I've seen other Drakes. Amanda had seen other Laras. Yeah. Uh but we ran across another couple <laughs> that was Laura and Nathan from different games or whatever. Yeah. And um you said Good to see you. That's I said good said. to see yeah. you. <laughs> you know, as we went by, and of course we thought in retrospect that we should have taken like a, a nice a group, group photo. Yeah, we yeah. should have. We really should have. But, uh, been fun. but that was like a fun experience too. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I will say, so that it's fun. And I guess, I think that's why. So Amanda could tell you, I was really fixated on getting her like props. 
Yes, he was. What was the one prop I wanted you to have? Quiver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because to me, I just felt like... Because part of me is like, like, go big or don't go, you know? Sure. So, you know, I like I, you said, I didn't need a plastic gun. And I probably didn't because the gun holsters probably covered it. Yeah. Like, I felt like I needed it, you know? Yep, yep. Um, but going there, like, it annoyed the crap out of me. Having the gun. I felt like it was going to fall out. Yep. Well, that's Um, why I didn't want the quiver or the bow and arrow or whatever, or the axe for that matter, because I would have had to carry another thing through crowds and stuff. It's it's a thing, you know? It's true, I know. But every time I saw Nathan, I was like, he looks better. Because he had, like, a big gun, or he wore, like, a bullet, you know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And it's like, it's those additive features that I feel like elevate those things. Absolutely. Definitely true. Also, because if, yeah. if I had gone without the gun holsters, I just literally would have been a dude in a Henley. Nobody shirt. would have known you right. without the holsters. The holsters were necessary for yeah. sure. And you too. Like you looked great in the kitchen when you first put everything on. Right. But the gauze helped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gauze was really up. Yeah. And that's why I feel like, um, yeah, it was hard. I think that's why I was so nervous a lot of the time because I just felt like did I bring enough to the table here, right, to make it worth me going like this at all? Sure. Or should I just have shown up in a Star Wars T-shirt and my Skechers? Yeah, well, and th- this is the varying degrees of it, right? So this is what I was trying to say about my first con. Like that was definitely like nobody was going to ask me for my picture, nobody was going to whatever. But I felt good to be in costume because I felt like I was celebrating a thing that I really loved. Yeah. Um, which is sort of what I felt this time around with the added bonus of it being kind of cool that some people appreciated. Right. That I did my job well, you know, that I did a good job um, and wanted to take a photo or whatever, you know. Right. So, and I'm sure that would only feel better if you were addressed as well as that girl who was diva, mm-hmm. um, especially because our friend Maggie was talking to her and yeah. she had built that. She had made her jumpsuit, which <clears throat> our friend Maggie was commenting was really impressive because she'd seen a bunch of other divas who had bought that piece. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just shared a post from Dorkly on our Tumblr, mm-hmm. d2ga.tumblr.com. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they do this funny bit where they kind of talk about cosplayers you'll run into at cons or whatever. Yeah. And one was one was like a person who did uh, like an Overwatch cosplay that was really complicated. And then another one was like a thousand divas because they do these printouts, these right. bodysuits of Exactly, her thing. so you can just buy it, right? And, I mean, that is what it looks like when you look at the game. She's just kind of wearing this tight suit with patterns on it. Yep. So when... And honestly, all the girls who are wearing those things didn't look wrong. No, they... they I think they all looked great. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't have even noticed, honestly, if Maggie didn't point it out. Um, but that's also because I don't pay that much attention to stuff like that. I yeah. wouldn't have cared, but... Amanda was talking yeah. to a really good Daenerys. Oh, yeah. Didn't even know what the hell the girl was. Oh, shut up. Don't embarrass me. Was she really good? Yeah, she was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, so this diva lady, yeah, you know, she had, like, things that popped out of her costume and stuff, and, like, it was it was nice in that, you know, I'm glad that she was getting stopped only to for people to share their appreciation of her costume. Right. Not necessarily if she was trying to enjoy the convention. The well, that's the thing, too. It's like, if you really were that cyborg, for example, who, right. you know, was just stopped a million times, like... Can you even enjoy the con, or is that your enjoyment of the con that people want to take pictures with you? You right. know, well, so and you know, I think conventions, especially comic ones, are fun in that way because our buddy Naz and Donna mm-hmm. go to buy, right? So they go Thursday, they go Sunday, they go the not busy days. They bring boxes and luggages and stuff. They do, and they get yeah. Signed stuff. Um, and then, like you said, my buddy Will and his wife Christina 
um, they do it up and then yeah, they, they go cosplay. in like a pretty big costume. Yep. So they get something different out of it. Yeah. And then you get these other people who, um, you know, kind of just go to be like wacky. Like, like there was the group of Luigi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they that was fun, and it was fun. But it's like, are they all going to go see the same panel, or were they just there right. to be a group of Luigi's? Right. And I don't think it's out of their own possibility that they just wanted to be a group of Luigi's. You know, totally. But yeah. that's fun too, right? Or that Jackie Chan kid. Yeah, who literally sat in the main concourse for hours. Um, he just wore a blue sweater like Jackie Chan did in Jackie Chan Adventures. Right. But had a printout of Jackie Chan's face from the cartoon. Yep. And it had a sign of Jackie Chan's grandpa that said one more thing. I don't know what the point was. Yeah, it's funny too. Wendy also posted a picture of that kid and yeah. I commented on it. And I was like, we walked by it two different times during the day, leading me to believe that that kid was sitting there for at least five hours. Yeah, my brother said he saw that guy several times too. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know how long he ended up standing there, but we were we walked past him at, like at, at two different apart. times, yeah. five hours apart from each other. So he was at least sitting there that long. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously people do that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, so that, that, I guess that's my point, is just, there's a lot of opportunity to do the con however you choose to do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's there, and there's a lot to appreciate or whatever. I mean, do we want to talk about, like, our favorite parts? Like, what your yeah. favorite thing was this year? Because um, I was just really excited this year, personally, about the, like, Wonder Woman theme of it all, because I'm right. kind of excited for that movie, um, which is coming out next year. Um 75 years is that it yep. of wonder woman, wonder woman which is pretty exciting so they had costumes and i always like that section yeah. i think it might maybe one of my most favorite things every year but yeah so they had costumes from the upcoming gal gadot wonder woman movie they had chris pine's costume gal gadot's costume robin wright's costume and whoever's playing queen hippolyta but yeah, I, I don't I remember who um, and then they, what I think most exciting moment for me is, was um, Linda, Linda Carter's. Carter's. Yeah, Lin- costume. they had Linda Carter's original Wonder Woman costume. So I took a picture with that, um, you know, doing the Wonder yeah. Woman pose. And, and that was pretty great. Pretty great to see. Like, probably my favorite thing in the con this year. But yeah. again, like, so when you're just talking about all the stuff, you know, I know you really just enjoy walking the showroom floor and just sort of experiencing it. Um, and I do, too. I'm not saying I don't. Right. But like, you know. There's just different things. There's a lot of different things to do, even though it's all just like general nerdy stuff. Um, I remember too, if it was last year or the year before, I can't remember, but they had that Fantasia game. Yeah. Remember we played Fantasia? That was really fun. Um, And this year they had some, the the Square Enix booth had a setup of some games they had coming out, right? Mm. It was Square Enix? Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. So they had Rise of the Tomb Raider coming out for PS4. Yep. That was probably the... the, That was like the big one. Yeah. They had some racing games. Yeah, a couple other games. Thing that me and Amanda could not play for our life. It was so hard. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's fun too. But yeah, I think that section over there where there's always the display. So uh, one year there were... Oh, last year was Justice League costumes from um, Batman vs. Superman, right? There were costumes from Batman vs. Superman? Yes. Last year? Sorry, I didn't... I shouldn't have said Justice League. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah, because it was the Batman costume and the Superman costume, but there must have been more. But I don't know what else. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Maybe some like other variants of the two. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think Mecha Batman or something was there. Anyway, Mecha Batman. What is he called? Uh, I don't know, but I like that name. Mecha Batman. (laughs) Um, And then the year before that was like Batman costumes throughout the years. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like Michael Keaton all the way. That was really cool too. Yeah, Yeah, I just like to see those. That's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it's interesting because DC. You probably don't notice, but DC doesn't have a booth. 
Right. They pulled out like three years ago. Right, right. So right. all they do is that end hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe, though, because DC is no longer based in New York. They used to be. Oh, okay. I think now they're in the West Coast. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I really like panels. Um, the comic book panels are really difficult because I was telling everybody this at the con just so that they knew how stupid they were. But, like, they don't tell you anything new. Mm-hmm. So an hour and 15 minutes is kind of excessive for a panel that culminates in you'll have to wait and find out. Right. So I wish they shortened it to maybe 30 minutes where they're doing their PowerPoint presentation being like things you have to look forward to. You know, Iron Man is doing this and, you know, Superman has a new villain and he looks kind of like this. And then like end it. And just end, yeah. Right. Don't open a Q&A because no Never one Never open anything to Q&A. Right. Honestly, Q&A is the worst part of yeah. every panel at Comic-Con. Yeah. Because no one cares how you can break into comics. Right. Because the answer is always just do it. Right, yeah. It's just all the same right. stupid questions yeah. all the time. It's just boring. And don't ask anything about happening in the near future because they either don't know or they can't say. Right. Yeah, it's just so that's all a waste. But yeah. my favorite panels, and I haven't gone, obviously, in two years, have been um, Adult Swim has like a block of panels, one after another. Mm-hmm. Um, and traditionally, it always been like Venture Brothers and Robot Chicken back to back. And those panels are like really chill. And, like, it's from the creators and the people who do the voices. So it's a very in-production kind of panel. And I feel like the experience is just, like, really fun to be in those rooms, you know. In a way that, like, if you're really into a particular hero, like, people really like Scott Snyder's Batman, being in that panel is kind of a big deal. Right. Um, But now, because it's been so busy, it's so hard to get into those things. Because it's the kind of panel that you have to get in at 10 o'clock on the dot go get a wristband or whatever the hell you need and yeah. then like you're set and then you still have to come in like an hour or two early so you don't get seated behind a pillar. Yeah. And that kind of ruins the fun. But we did find a gem this time. We did. That was a great panel. Um, we went into the new Powerpuff Girl panel. We were just in the area. We actually didn't know what time it was. Yeah. We thought it was later in the day than it was because we were trying to line up for a, um, a Star Wars panel for... The Science Awakens, which, totally guessing, I just imagined someone was going to kind of talk about some of the scientific things in Star Wars. And yeah, how, how lightsabers work, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. The science of lightsabers, blah, blah. Yeah, but we were early, and we hit the, sorry, first panel, uh, or a panel before, rather, which was this Powerpuff Girl one, and my brother and his girlfriend were going in. So we sat in, and it turned into being a live read of, like, a specifically made short script for the show. Yeah, Comic-Con-based episode of Powerpuff Girls. So the three current voice actresses for the girls were there, as well as a writer and a voice artist for Princess Morbucks. Correct. It was really great, and they did, like, really fun audience participation stuff. They did. Um, They showed a clip, which was actually pretty good. Yep, and it was really, like, a full episode, because the way Powerpuff Girls works, they have two episodes in a 25-minute show yeah, or right. whatever so, so the whole thing so yeah. the whole thing of one of them i think i think no it sounds right yeah if it they still do like... It like the old way yeah um but it was really great and like that's what i want out of those panels it's just like this fun kind of it was like really fun yeah. fan servicey thing like we get it you like us and thank you so this is for you 
as opposed to some of these comic panels who kind of been like self-serving. Yeah. They're like, you all love Spider-Man and everybody goes, woo. And then they're yeah. all like, well, we're still making it. And that, right. that's the panel. That's it. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. It was really fun. And they um, brought in to like, just as a surprise guest, they had the, oh. the guy who vo- voices Beast Boy on Teen Titans Go and the guy who voices Finn on Adventure Time. Yep. Um, both popped up to do their their characters yeah. within this um, episode they had written specifically for Comic-Con or whatever. So, yeah, it was fun. It was just really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so... That's and we haven't been about. watching the new Powerpuff Girls, but we're big fans of the old Powerpuff Girls. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Uh, and this kind of goes back to, like, why Two Days is nice. Because I'm glad we did everything that we did on the floor, but I was tired a lot. Yeah. And we so we sat down a couple of times. But right. if we did panels and that would have been nice. But exactly. Doing the panels makes you feel like you don't get the showroom floor. So yep. the two days kinda of works out to let you kinda of do that, have that flexibility. Right, and get a little just a little more of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Totally agree. Um So So what was your favorite part this year? Because I, I said those costumes. You did say those costumes. What do you think your favorite part was? Yeah. Also those costumes? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I didn't think okay. about it while you were okay. talking. Okay, sorry. No, I think um, my favorite part was probably, you know, I I do kind of like when a group of people in the same costume walk through, like they've randomly met up with each other. Yeah, yeah. So the Luigi's we saw outside, and they were already all hanging out. Right, yeah. Like they... that was a friend group of Luigi's and one Mario. Right. Um, But like that Deadpool group walk through and oh, i think yeah. that happens that happens every, every year <laughs> yeah. but i i specifically recognize two or three of them and seeing them separately right that was the one guy with the face yeah he was great <clears throat> um and i had seen him a couple of times in artist alley by himself mm-hmm. um and i saw him in this group and i just thought to myself like that's really cool because one deadpool grabbed this other deadpool and they grab another one and they're just walking and yep. deadpool's joined and like that's the fun part to me you know? yeah yeah totally um, or when we walked past the other Lara and Nathan. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, and I had taken a picture, too, with an old-school Lara, like a like yeah. a 1998 Lara with my 2013 Lara. Um, and that was fun. To take that picture was fun. Yeah. She looked great, too. Yep. Very different costume than mine, but, yeah, yeah she looked great. So. Yeah. It's and cool. So I think it's just seeing people's fandoms, like, out in the open like that. Mm-hmm. People randomly walking down with, like, a Jane hat from Firefly. Sure. You know, just because they want to. Um, yeah, all that stuff. I saw a, um, so this is really interesting and it's kind of hard to explain, but maybe some listeners will know, but there's a podcast called Welcome to Night Vale, mm-hmm. super big. And the main person on that podcast is a fellow named Cecil. So no one knows what he looks like, but people kind of guess and there's fan art and there's kind of like a headcanon of what he looks like. Sure. Um, so while we were in line Saturday morning, I saw a girl dressed as Cecil. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I was like, that's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Um, and I and I felt like I should have said something. Um, and I was like, when I saw her, I was like, oh, maybe I'll see a bunch. And she was the only one I saw. Right. Um, but, yeah, but that's really cool, too, because then you get these moments where people are these really weird off-the-chain kind of thing. Off the beaten path, you mean? Yeah. Off, not off the it chain. is off the chain. It is also off the chain. That's, it's both. But you're trying it's to suggest off of it's everything. like... Yeah. yeah. Off the hook. Something unlikely to be seen. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and I always hope that there's one person or two people out there who will randomly walk by this individual and be like, hey, I get it. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and that's just got to make that person. Yeah, of, just the thumbs up. I give a lot of thumbs up yeah. to really great cosplays. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's what I like. It's just, I mean, you kind of touched on it last week too, but just like this kind of opportunity to kind of just be a fan. Right. You know, in a way that like everybody's always kind of reserved outside of Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. Like you're excited for this movie. That's great. So go watch the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, then even your friends will be kind of sick of you talking about it. But you go to Comic-Con and as soon as someone's done with you talking about Iron Man, you just move on to the next person and then now they're excited to talk about Iron Man again. You sure, know? yeah, yeah. And that's kind totally. of fun to me. Yeah, that's true. Um, very true. I mean, is there anything else? There was some news that came out. I mean, there was a big Iron Fist panel, which is the thing I wanted to see. Right. Um, so Punisher is coming. They're shooting now. So a season of Punisher will come out after the Defenders. Daredevil season three was announced, as well as Jessica Jones season two. Mm-hmm. All that's going to come out after the Defenders. Right. The whole cast of that crew was on stage. And um, it was revealed that Sigourney Weaver is going to be the main villain in the Defenders, which is pretty awesome. My buddy Siggy. Your BFF. We're BFFs. BFF Siggy. Um, Siggy. <laughs> Rosario Dawson was at the panel, too. Because mm. she's, like, the only person who's in all the shows. Right. Yeah, I just started watching Luke Cage this weekend, and I just got to an episode that has her in it. It's pretty exciting. And you're digging it? Digging it. Digging Luke Cage. Have you met Misty Knight? Oh, yeah. Misty Knight is in every you, episode. Yeah, and you like her? Yeah. How is she? Yeah, I think she's great. Yeah. I think she's great. Jerry hasn't watched any of Luke Cage yet, so I'm, I'm not trying not to give anything away. Yeah. But, yeah, Misty Knight's, like, a main character in the show. That's great. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I will say, comic book-wise, Heroes for Hire is Iron Fist and Luke. Yep. And then when they move on or they do their own things or whatever, Misty Knight picks up that Heroes for Hire brand. Gotcha. Yeah. So she uh, she's in that whole thing. Well, that's good. Yeah, so that a lot of that happened. I'm trying to think. There was some other stuff. Um, Steven Universe, I think, was announced for like another season. And it's not a cartoon that we watch. But um, I know the creator was quoted in saying some concepts he had for the new season about like friendship and like trying to be more friendly and stuff i gotta say that's that's what's always interesting to me too is how a lot of these shows that are at comic-con have such a larger older audience yeah so these kid friendly shows take on a lot of these social responsibility type concepts yep like acceptance or you know i mean whatever it could possibly be and they'll do it in a kid's show, and it's great for those kids, but then the older people who identify with those cartoons also get a rewarding experience out of it as well. That's you know? true. Um, I think that's why a lot of people gravitate toward these, like to me, like zany cartoons like Regular Show or Adventure Time or whatever. Yeah. Because they seem really weird to me. Yeah. But they do these things that people can extrapolate like real stuff from. Meaning from, yep. Yeah. Totally. So that was talked about at Comic-Con. I mean, just, just a ton of stuff. We, like I said, we didn't go to a lot of panels. Right. Just Powerpuff Girls. Which, again, that was an interesting experience. It's always an interesting experience in general um, to just see who else is fans of things. Um, because, like, we were sitting behind two little girls who yeah. were so excited to be in the Powerpuff Girls panel. They were probably, like, six and four. They right. were really pretty small. Um, and the one little girl was dressed as... Rick from Rick and Morty. She was. Yeah. yeah so and she they, had a flask and everything. Yeah, it yeah. seemed um, like... 
and for, you know her parent the parents were there like, too yeah. and so it seemed like they were just big Cartoon Network fans as a family, which was just really cute and nice. But also, there was, like, fucking grown-ass men in there. Yeah. And whatever, you know, like... And we were sitting next to two dudes who were dressed from as uh, the guys from Pineapple Express. Yep. Um, yeah. A lot of adults in there, too. Yeah, so just interesting to see um, who is a fan of this thing yep. or not or whatever. So, um yeah, so that's cool. Another thing that I really like about Comic-Con um, in general, and we, we talked about this day of, and it's happening right now for me, is, like, going just, like, revitalizes me a little bit on, like, fandoms and nerd stuff and whatever. And, like, I was really excited to start Luke Cage yesterday. I was going to say, that must have been partially... Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it was a push. I mean, I had read an article on Friday about Luke Cage. That was a separate thing that sort of got me in that yeah. headspace, too. Um, but yeah, it just like gets to this point and it's like, yeah, we're probably going to read some comics now. We haven't read a comic since last Comic-Con, yeah, yeah. you know, um, well, like now is our annual time to catch up on Saga, which is like a favorite of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All so, that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of nice. The, like the rejuvenation of it. Cause I mean, even on this podcast, we've gotten to that point. I've definitely said before, like, I just get sick of it. There's too much and I can't keep up and I always feel like I'm drowning and, um, I can get really tired, even right. though it's, like, stuff that I really like. So Comic-Con does this thing where it sort of, like, gives me new new, new life force yeah. to, like, bite back into it all. Like, right. I wasn't even maybe going to watch Luke Cage. Now I'm thinking I'm going to watch Daredevil Season 2, which is something I haven't gotten oh, around to. I know. Yeah. This I, is, guys, this is an Amanda I've never seen before. <laughs> no, this is what happens every year. I see. Well, yeah. I, didn't, I never see it. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, like, secretly watch stuff behind my back, I guess. Then. Maybe, maybe. Well, a lot of this stuff wasn't out last year. I'm just... I can't remember what I started to get into last year. Like, was it you after last... You Saga, like, a lot. Like, last year, you beasted through, like, 24 issues or something. Crazy yeah, like I had never read any Saga, yeah. I think. And then, then um... I don't know, is that when I watched Madoka Magica, too? Oh, Maybe, like, like, I just, got, like... Yeah, it, like, just re... Again. Yeah, it yeah. just rejuvenates my, like, stuff that I like. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Which is good. I need that to get through it, you know? Right. So, it's, it's just, like... That's another one of my favorite things about it in general because it just like you get you go there and you see stuff and you see people who are excited about things even if they're not things you're excited about um, doesn't matter and it just like gives you sort of energy yep yeah for me anyway I find it energizing no definitely I mean I remember especially when I was a little bit younger getting like hardcore depression after Comic Con because it was over right you know and um <laughs> So I'm not getting free swag anymore, and, like, people aren't just constantly talking about comic books anymore and stuff. And, like, right. Now that I'm older and, like, I'm, I can kind of parse my time out differently so that I can constantly be part of that stuff. Like, we do a podcast every week. Yep. So, um, I don't get the same depression anymore. Yeah, that's good. But, um, it was definitely how I used to feel back then, but I do also feel, like, rejuvenated, you know? Yeah. Um, to do stuff like, I'm stoked to reinstall Comixology on my phone, and I'm going to read some stuff. And right. It's gonna be oh yeah, you got a bunch of free books. I did. So that and that's cool. going to be fun to dive into too, because yeah. like a book is 20 minutes, you know. Right. Um, and if I find a creator that I like, then I just add that to my library of things I like, and I got something to yeah kind of jump forward with. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, I do get what you're saying, though. Like, part of me is a little sad. Like, now we have a whole other year before we go to Comic-Con right, again. Right. <laughs> it's a year away, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, so, also, I mean, I think we're kind of wrapping up. 
but yeah. I will say we were talking about going to PAX East this year. Yeah, I really want to do that. And I just looked like a week ago and they're sold out already, so I totally missed the boat on that. But um, We're going to try not to miss the boat in 2018. That is correct. Because <laughs> that's what we said last year, so we're, yeah. we're terrible. But We're going to be good, good this year. Yeah, I'm going to hook up with some friends to see if they could also kind of help clue us in when these things are happening. Yeah. But there's other cons that we could go do. You know, there was... Um, I want to say also on Saturday, and it's not the first year it's happened, but there's a zombie walk in Asbury Park. Oh, yeah? And I always thought it'd be fun just to watch. Is it like a Halloween thing, kind of? It always happens in October. Yeah. But it's specifically zombies. But I thought it'd be cool to go down there, watch a bunch of zombies walk by for 20 minutes, and then go eat lunch and go home. Sure, why not? Um, Sounds fun. So I feel like... After going to Comic Con, that's always like makes me want to do more off the beaten path things like that. Yeah, totally. You know, go watch some zombies, or go to a regular comic book show, or maybe visit more comic book stores in general. You just go or, to a shop, yeah. yeah. Play more board games, whatever it is, you know. Totally. All right. Well, you totally. got anything else? No, I think I think that about covers it. I'm trying to think of anything else that we saw or did during the day that was particularly interesting, but. Uh... I mean, there was a lot of stuff, you know. Um, South Park, Fractured But Whole, had a large presence outside. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead um, had a big thing. Black Sails, which has been there for years, yeah. and I never watched it. And Me I don't know neither. anybody who does. Me so neither. It's like, yeah. I guess they're, they're barely <laughs> keeping their head above the water. <laughs> who knows? Um, so that was all going on. Um, you know, last year they had... Um, that was last year where they had the Star Wars games, Battle Pot or whatever. Oh, that was fun. That was really fun. I didn't see them this year. No. I didn't see like an equivalent of like our Yeah, and games. last year too they had that, well, it was, it was an anniversary of Back to the Future, but that was cool yeah, last the year. Yeah, the DeLorean was cool, yeah. Yeah, and Artist Alley, they used to put like big vehicles in there too, mm-hmm. but I think there's more artists now, so yeah. they don't bring the vehicles out as much. Yeah, that's, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, Artist Alley is always fun, but it's hard because it's a mix of like, comic book artists no one recognizes because maybe they're old school right or people who sell nice art right i don't know if they draw it i don't know if they're reselling it right some of it's not great sure like it's weird like to like maybe characters are overly sexualized or too anime style or yeah yeah too cartoony or whatever i don't know but artist alley's like fun but it's hit or miss every booth yeah, I just like to walk through. It's a fun place to walk through. Even more to me than the showroom floor. I like to walk through Artist Alley. Yeah. See, that's the other thing, too. Because like we try to do this technique where like you walk down and up one aisle. Mm-hmm. Or you walk on one side. But like you wouldn't feel so much pressure if you had more time. Right. You know, it's like you walk down Artist Alley and you do what you want and leave. And then you can come back later on or another day. Exactly. And go down the other half. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I think we did it all in one day and it was fine. But I just would have rathered... Yeah, because, like, less, by the last like, three deliberate. hours, I was kind of over it. Right? Yeah, right, unless, yeah. like, yeah, we can come back later, or we can right. go over to this thing, because we have time to, like, invest some time into looking at this thing and whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. moral of the story, go more than one day. I mean, to each their own. No. For us, I think we'd like to go two days. Yeah. yeah. Although, I do recommend, if you've never gone, you should try to go to one near you. If it's New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, Dragon Con, Wizard Con, PAX, fucking BlizzCon, I don't care. There's a PAX West, too, you know. It yeah, there's it, a PAX Prime. It PAX only just happened, Australia. the PAX West. I mean, we could go to PAX West and just, like, take a fucking vacation. Let's do it. Let's go right now. Okay, <laughs> okay. bye. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we should. Because um, there's, like, stuff in Philly. 
Oh, sure. There's like those types of things if we ever want to go. We yeah. Should, we, should, we should look into it. Okay. So that we don't have to wait a whole year. Okay. Let me tell you, again, me being nostalgic old son of a gun. First year I went to Comic-Con, it was in February. Uh-huh. Um, then, that was the last year it was in February, and it was moved to October. Which means... Did you have two in one year, or you had to wait a year and a half? I had to wait a year and a half. Sucks. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. But it's better, because February was like balls cold. Yeah, February sucks. Yeah, so yeah. everybody used code check and stuff. Yeah, October is a lot better. Yeah, because, yeah, we didn't even... I didn't have any clothes on. Yeah, and that would not have worked out very well if you were in February. Right, exactly. Yeah, you would have had to have gone as Rise of the Tomb Raider Lara just so that you right, yeah, so I could have a coat. Off. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty funny. Okay, well, um, thanks very much for listening to this week's episode of Dangerous to Go Alone. As always, uh, rate and review us on iTunes because that's how people will find us. Check out Broken Jars at XYZ for all of our other awesome shows. This is a great Scott week, so check out our latest episode. Um, visit our Tumblr, d2ga.tumblr.com, that uh, Amanda runs like a champ. She posts a lot more cool stuff than I do, and I know last week I said I'm going to start blogging on there. This week I'm going to say I'm going to start blogging on there. <laughs> One week I will. Someday. Yep. And follow us on Twitter. You don't really have to. I don't post anything on Twitter. <laughs> at Danger Alone Pod. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who's been tuning in uh, and listening. And it's fun for us to do. Hopefully it's fun for you guys to listen. And uh, we'll keep doing it as long as you keep listening. Totally. We'll see you next week. Bye.